Hello, my name is Chris. My name is Jason. My name is Dave. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV series The Walking Dead. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Talking Dead, episode number 11. We are back after one week, which is the only the second time I think we've done two shows in a row, two weeks in a row, but it's because there is so much news and so much new stuff happening now that production has begun. Fast and furious. That's right. Uh, as I said, my name is Jason. Joining... No. No, that's not right. My name is... <laughs> you did not. Say who wants that. to be who here? Well, we're gonna we're gonna mix things up a little bit today. I'll be Jason. Uh, you be somebody else, and I'll Dave will be Margaret. How about that? Margaret. Yeah. Margaret. That that's was my, my name in high school. That's my grandmother's name. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? My name is Chris, and he's Jason. <laughs> Over there is Jason, and uh, Dave on the internet is and Dave. Joining us across the magic of the internet once again is Dave. Um, Dave, thanks for taking the time out to come on the show again. I am thankful to be here. Yes. And, and? Thankful. No, there's no and, really. I just... Thankful and thankful. All right, good. Thankful and super thankful. Um, we all got together for uh, Rib Fest this past weekend, which was sure very did. exciting. No zombies there, but a lot of meat. You know, it's kind of oh, like, so like a zombie apocalypse. You're, you're walking around, you pick up some, uh, you know chests of animals and start gnawing on them and spitting out the bones it's very zombie like i think <laughs> i guess and, and that's one... the entire purpose of everybody being there is to eat some kind of animal carcass and once you're full of meat you kind of stumble around like a zombie oh. anyways and it's remarkably messy yes it is really it's, it's gory actually rib fest yeah. may be the closest thing we have come to an actual zombie apocalypse yet yes and there's beer <laughs> and there's beer which probably during the zombie apocalypse there wouldn't be um, okay, so we're going to get into some more news with The Walking Dead, and we're going to do that right now. So the show has begun production. It has. Filming exciting. has started. It's very exciting. Um, what do we got here? AMC has uh, brought us lots of good stuff now that filming has begun. They posted a first look at the zombies, which had some makeup work. Jason, do you have the pictures of that up on your iPad right I now? I do not have the pictures of those on the iPad right now, but I do have them in my memory, clear as a bell. Highest resolution memory possible for me. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, Dave, have you seen the pictures? I stare at the pictures every day. Really? That's a lot of staring. Um, so what do we think of them? Dave, we'll start with you. Uh, I, I'm really torn. i got to be honest with you. I'm very torn about it because my whole issue is uh, I'm excited to see them. I think it's, it's cool to see awesome zombie pics. I think the, the makeup looks spectacular but when all is said and done there's nothing to distinguish these zombies from any other zombie from any other zombie movie except for you know the crappy ones you know it's cool to see what they're going to look like in the in the walking dead but i mean they're zombies they kind of just look like zombies they look like zombies. I mean, it's good that they look like zombies and they don't look like <laughs> someone with bad green makeup on or something like that. I mean, the makeup looks spectacular. Yep. But, I mean, it's not like seeing the principal characters interacting. It's not like seeing, uh, you know, set pieces that you recognize from the books or anything like that. So it's a cool little tidbit, but 
at the end of the day, it's it's a morsel. You know, I, I I kind of agree with you. I mean, I thought they looked really, really good, especially the one in particular. Where they put out a, an animated GIF of the transformation of the guy in just a bit of makeup to full zombie makeup. And when he's in full zombie, you can see his ribs and things like that. I thought that looked really, really cool. But you're right. At the heavy. end of the day, they're just sort of makeup tests that we've... Yeah. They've probably been working on for weeks already, and they could have released these at any time. They just coincided with the beginning of filming. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, we may not actually see these particular zombies in the in the series at all. I suppose that's a possibility. But if this is the sort of look they're going for, I think I think they're on the right track. Oh, sure. I think it's a win for sure. Jason, what did you think of? I thought the uh, I agree with Dave in that uh, they don't they're not really all that different from any zombie you would see anywhere else. Uh, but I think as far as uh, the actual makeup goes i thought it was a fantastic job and it really makes me excited for the uh the production company and the uh uh, special effects company that they're using uh for this uh they know their stuff they know how to make people look like dead people which is all i really need out of a zombie oh yeah well we talked about on this program a few a few episodes ago about knb effects is the name of the company that's doing it and they have been working on this kind of makeup work for years and years and years and they obviously know what they're doing uh, do they have any zombie movies under the belt? I didn't catch. They do for sure. Um, I don't have the list in front of me right now, but they had worked on one or two of the Romero films. Um, and every, God, almost every uh, horror or thriller you could name going back. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They've done a lot of work in this genre, that's for sure. Right. Um, their first credit that I saw on the list was way back the uh, UHF, the Weird Al movie, which of course is not horror, <laughs> but uh, it was isn't an interesting it? one. It's to... pretty close, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it may be exactly. Um, so they've been they've been doing stuff for a long time, and I think these zombies looked pretty good. Interesting that it will be so far. It seems that it will be a hundred percent makeup and no real digital special effects. Right. Yeah. I. I love that. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's important. I think uh, it's uh, it's an important thing to do for a television show as opposed to uh, a feature film mm-hmm. where uh, the more that they can do as special effects instead of uh, uh, computer effects or you know animated stuff, uh, I think it's, it's important to, to make it well, as, as real as, uh, as they can. I don't mind if they do the computer effects. It's just when they... When they club you over the head with it yeah that it becomes just unbearable sure i mean if they if they use it to support the makeup then yes. i think it can be useful the last thing i want to see is a zombie that looks like spider-man from the first spider-man movie oh <laughs> uh, you know I mean, uh, even from the third spider-man you can tell <laughs> yeah well exactly when he's swinging around or from like neo a, in that third matrix movie rival. where he's spinning around that was just Horror. Oh, wasn't that terrible? It was bad. As well, long as it doesn't look like that, I'm good. Now it looks like it if it looks like the Hulk the or it looks like Iron Man, I'm good. But I don't think they can oh, do that with the kind good. of a budget they have for a television show. So makeup, special effects, way to go. Certainly, uh, to start the TV show, probably they don't have a huge special effects budget, so they're going to be doing a lot of makeup. And I would assume any digital effects would be just little augmentations, like if a head gets sliced off, they might add a bit of blood or something like that right you know? or maybe even character duplication or that's true true you know, making a bigger crowd of zombies when there's really only a few there that's not a bad yeah. that's not a bad thing 
No, not at all, for sure. We do need hordes of The Walking Dead. We do. We, yeah, one or two uh, Walking Dead in a uh, television series called Don't The Walking Dead. Herds. herds. Herds, that's right. That's right out of the comic. Um, AMC also released a video, a quick video interview with Frank Darabont and Gail Hurd, who's one of the producers. Um, yeah. A few quotes I pulled from Frank out of the video were are as follows. He said, what I really wanted to do was zombies since I was 14 years old. So even as a, as a young kid, you know, he, he was an up and coming filmmaker or even po- pre filmmaking. He has always wanted to do zombies and that's exciting. That's great. You know, but then again, who doesn't want to film zombies, make a zombie movie? I know I do. I think we should make a zombie movie <laughs> and film it on our new iPhones. Your new iPhone. Yeah, you're right. Did um, you... sorry, Dave. Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Frank also said, um, regarding the show and the characters, the world has changed and they need to figure out how to survive it. But first they need to figure out how to survive each other. Yes. And this is important and it harkens back to something we've talked about a lot in just that this is a horror survival show, but it's really a character show too, where we have char- really strong characters who interact with each other as much, if not more than interact with the zombies. This is, uh, this, yeah, it's exactly, it's a character study. You have to be able to live with, uh, with the other humans in your collective uh, and survive them because, uh, you know, humans are pretty friggin' dangerous and they're unpredictable. And uh, this, this kind of thing is pretty much a dream come true for me because uh, one of the things we talked about on our other podcast, Renard Radio, a long time ago was what we wanted out of TV. And what I wanted out of TV was basically Battlestar Galactica with zombies. You right. have to survive the apocalypse and a continuing story of struggling to just maintain any kind of semblance of life and to figure out what the new society is going to be with this uh, overwhelming uh, struggle against uh, impossible odds. And I think that the, the direction that they're planning on going with this TV show is perfect for what I wanted out of it. For sure. Finally... Frank said, we want to do for zombies what Mad Men did for advertising. What do you think that means? I don't know what that means. That, uh, <laughs> that quote kind of confuses me. Uh, Mad Men made uh, uh, advertising uh, chic and stylish. and But it, uh, it always has been. It, yeah. But I, it brought it to the masses. I don't know about so that. They're, so they're going to make uh, zombies stylish and hip? And have lots of money put towards wardrobe. Drink a lot of scotch. Do a lot of womanizing. Yeah. Do you watch Mad Men now, Dave? No, I don't. Okay. (laughs) You should. Yeah, it's really great. But it is a bit of a funny quote because they're so different. The two concepts for these shows, right? At least the way I see it, anyway. So I mean, Mad Men is giving you a glimpse into a very specific industry or societal niche almost these people who work in these advertising agencies back in the 50s and the 60s you know it's not even current day whereas zombie apocalypse is post-apocalyptic and there's no you know society is totally broken down whereas in mad men it's at its utmost almost well okay so i think i might have an idea of uh of what he's thinking here and i'm hoping that i can articulate this properly now mad men is a uh is uh almost a 
uh, an essence of the '60s culture. Not only is it uh, you know a glimpse into '60s culture, but it's into it's a glimpse into what uh, the ideal '60s culture is because they're advertising. Their advertising agencies try and portray uh, what the ideal cultural norm is, and that is consumerism. That's what they were trying to push. So not only is it a, a subculture, you know, the '60s, uh, but it's a subculture within that that epitomizes. Uh, that subculture, so it's uh, it's very much the essence of the '60s. So it's uh, it boils down the '60s on two different levels. So I'm thinking that what he's saying is that not only is this a zombie movie, but it's going to be the focused essence of uh, a zombie television show. I-, I don't know, maybe. Let's just take uh-huh. it. Let's just say Mad Men is an excellent show. Let's hope The Walking Dead is an excellent show, too. All right. <laughs> How about that? Well, I mean, if, if you think about any of your favorite, what are some of your favorite zombie movies? Um, for me, um, Wreck, if you can call yeah. that a zombie movie. Also, 28 Weeks Later. Yeah. Um, which I liked more than 28 Days Later, but also a good movie. Yeah. Um, what else is my favorite zombie movie? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, for sure. Shaun of the Dead's up there. Yeah. I mean, the the key to the success of these films is that the zombies are scenery. You're right, I Very suppose. Much, yeah. And, and yeah. it's about the people. And uh, the stories are about the people who are surviving. It's not about the zombies that are out there. Mm-hmm. The, the zombies that are out there are they're incidental to the story almost. You know, like a plot device to move the story along, move the characters along. That's That's what science fiction is. I mean, the difference well, between science fiction and fantasy is that science fiction requires the science to drive the plot, whereas with a zombie movie, you, know, you need the zombies in order to drive that plot. Without the zombies, you don't have six people holed up in a mall trying to figure out uh, who's the boss. Right? <laughs> That's a different thing. Hey, oh, oh, hey, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next news item on the list today is that we have a couple of new cast members joining. Now... These uh, actors are listed on IMDb, but I haven't seen an official announcement from anybody on them. The first one is Addie Miller, a uh, young girl, role unknown. The IMDb does not list who she's playing, but we... This is the... Yep. This is one of the younger girls. Right, right, right. Um, now, between the three of us, do you think we can remember who the first uh, young female character introduced in the comic is? I didn't make Barbarella. a note. Barbarella. Barbarella. Barbarella? No, wrong, wrong, wrong book. <laughs> yeah. um, who is it? There's a young girl at the Atlanta camp when Rick gets there, but whose daughter is it? It's the little girl that uh, Carl, Rick's and Lori's son, kind of bonds with. And uh, after a while, she thinks he's her boyfriend. No, I don't. Unfortunately, I can't pull up her name right now, but I think the general consensus is that's probably who she's going to be playing. Oh, man. I can't type fast enough. No, well, Jason's (laughs) on the iPad doing the same thing. So while you guys look that up, the other casting announcement or non-announcement, because it again is according to IMDb, is that a person by the name of Linz Edwards is going to be playing Leon Bassett. Now, here's another question about this. Is that a new character, Leon Bassett? I don't remember I don't... Leon. No, I went through the character list on the Walking Dead wiki and a couple of other sites, and Leon Bassett is not listed anywhere. So I think we have our first non-comic book character cast. Cool. 
right here. I like when they do that. Which means we don't know anything about this person. We don't that which also by that uh, logic we don't know anything about this show. I suppose that's true. <laughs> but that's why we're doing this. You know, they may have done that just as a uh hey, we're not sticking to the comic book and uh we're going to prove it by casting somebody right at the beginning that you don't know who they are. So you don't know what's going to happen. I thought at first this was Dwayne. Dwayne and his son are the first two living people that Rick encounters. Yeah. Uh, his neighbors, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I had gotten the name wrong because Dwayne is not Leon and Leon is not Dwayne. No. So I don't They're know. They're not his neighbors. Is. They just they hold up in uh, his so neighbor's, neighbor's house. You're right. You're right. What's that, Dave? What? What'd you say? I'm saying nothing. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> All right, then. Um, so anyways, new character, it looks like. Hopefully we can find out some more information about him soon. Um... Next on the list, there is a question and answer or a short interview with George A. Romero, who we all know as the most prolific zombie movie director of all time. Um, there was a question about The Walking Dead, and his answer was, I love it. I think it's the best thing, the best zombie thing out there. It has been, it has been for a long time. I've always loved it. I'm envious that Frank Darabont is getting to do the television show. If you see Frankie, tell him hello and that we need to have a spaghetti dinner. <laughs> So weird. So, yeah, George A. Romero, I think, is a bit of a weird guy, but he knows his stuff, and he makes some pretty great movies, um, and he seems to think that The Walking Dead is the best zombie thing out there right now. Uh, I know that doesn't directly relate to the TV show, other than the fact that he probably would like to be involved somehow, but hey. I agree with the man. He's talking about the comic, and I think we all agree with him. Yeah, and if you uh, if you see Frankie, tell him that I want to have a spaghetti dinner with him. <laughs> that would be something. We could all get together and just have a nice spaghetti dinner somewhere. Go to Why? Frankie Tomatoes or something. Why not? Very good. Finally, um, Robert Kirkman on his writing role. Uh, links to all these stories, of course, will be posted on the on the website when I post this episode. So if you're interested in reading more on any of these, you can go there and find them. But Robert Kirkman on his writing role, he says, As a comic book reader, I hate it when a comic gets adapted and the writer just takes a vacation. I don't want to take a vacation, so I'm trying not to spend too much time working on the show, but I'm fairly hands-on. Um, we reported last week that he is has written or is writing the fourth episode in the six-episode run, um, and he's obviously involved in other ways, too. He's been to L.A. in the writer's room. He's been to Atlanta where they're filming, and he's got a fairly hands-on job he didn't take the uh, the next line of that uh, that quote which was my favorite one uh, now having said that if people end up not liking the show i had nothing to do with it of course <laughs> but let's be honest it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome <laughs> you know it's it's funny uh, I, that must be incredibly difficult as the creator of something like this is this is your baby <clears throat> and to be able to trust people enough to sort of let go mm-hmm. and, oh, for sure and let them run with it and sort of trying to balance where you're comfortable letting them take things without departing too far from what you see. It's got to be a, a tough, tough role. I'm sure it is. Um, in any scenario like this, where you're the author and you're, you're letting people take your work and adapt it for another medium. Um, I know a lot of authors end up becoming screenwriters, guys like John Irving, who every book he writes gets adapted to a movie. He ends up doing the screenwriting and becoming the writer on the movie as well. Um, right. In this case, that's not what's happening. Kirkman is the comic book writer, 
and he has an active role in the show, it sounds like, but he's mm-hmm. not the primary guy. It's Frank Darabont and his team. So you're absolutely so right, Dave. He's deferring to the actual television writers, and he's able to sort of say, okay, you guys know television. But you know what? The smart man does that. He, you know, the, I, I've always sort of told myself that the smart man knows when to defer to someone who knows more. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, roughly. <laughs> That's so, why I usually uh, let you two talk. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. That's not very smart, Dave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Kirkman, we should try to get him on here and find out more about what his role is on the show and exactly what That's he's doing. Did you read somewhere that he's actually going to have a bit part in one of the episodes? Um, I thought I saw that. Was that just a rumor or something I made up? Or? No, I don't think it was a rumor. There was talk in an interview with him about him wearing the Dale hat. You know, the hat that Dale has yeah. on constantly. Yeah. I think he wears that hat around a lot, or he may wear He's it. He's going to be uh, playing the part of Ed O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He may wear that hat around in real life or something. So he's got the hat or he's excited about the hat. I don't think that means he's going to have an on-screen part. Oh, though. well. But who knows? Why not dress him up as a zombie and make him a zombie that gets his face shot off or something? Sure. If I was the author, I'd go for that. Oh, I'd totally be a zombie. I'd do that I'd go to zombie school and everything. For sure. Um, We're all going to take a trip down to Atlanta and become zombie extras, right? For sure. Someday. (laughs) Tomorrow. (laughs) Why not, eh? (laughs) Um, So that wraps up the news segment. I don't think there's anything else new right now, but, you know, suffice it to say, it's very exciting that production has started and they're filming stuff and actors have all gotten together and everything's everything's happening. So um, one of two things is going to happen now. Either we'll go into a little bit of a lull in news while they've got their heads down and they're shooting and editing and putting it all together. Or we're just going to keep getting hit with more information, pictures, information, video coming out of the production. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, but we will see. Um, so before we wrap up for today... Dave, you recently got caught up on the comic. Now, you weren't as far behind as I thought you were, but you've no. you've read it a little bit recently, right? Yeah, I actually uh, went down to the Silver Snail today to get caught up on, uh, try and grab another trade. It's not, it's not <laughs> out yet, though, is it? No, June 30th is when it comes out. Really? Okay, so, good. Good. That's the one I need. Still wait a couple weeks. And I originally thought, okay, well, I talked to the guy and he said it's it's... It holds up uh, or it contains uh, issues 66 to 72. So you can pick those up. So we went over to the little bin and he showed me where it was. And I found 66, 71, and 72. So that did me no good whatsoever. <laughs> no. What I may still do is check the place down by me. I don't know what it's called uh, and see if they have it in stock. Or I'll just uh, <clears throat> pick up 73 when it comes out and then go back and and pick up the trade when it comes out, just so that I'm as current as I possibly can be. Yeah. Now, Jason, you're, I think, the expert currently on the numbering of the monthlies right now. So hardcover book five, which has just come out, uh, includes up to what issue? Do you know? Uh, 49 to 60. 49 to 60. So it includes 12? Yeah. All right. So there's still almost a year's worth of comics after that currently. There's still another 12 issues because we're up to 72. That's right. Um, okay, so what you gave me, Chris, yes. what does that go up to? That What I gave you, trade paperbacks, is yeah. is hardcover book five. So that's where you're up to only. No, you gave 9, 10, and 11, right? Yeah. 9 and 10 are book five. 
and 11 is beyond book five. Oh, 11 is beyond book five. Okay, so you're a little bit beyond. All right. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to go back to 61, 62, whatever it was. No, so you're is up it... to what, 64 or roughly? 66. 66. Okay, so that's where I am too. Okay, so I just finished 66, is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. According to Jason, who is the resident expert. And <laughs> I could trust be you, completely Jason. long. Wrong. Long. <laughs> He's completely <laughs> long. Totally it's long. High definition photographic memory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. High definition, 72 dots per inch memory, 17 uh, yes. megapixels. Mega pickles. So um, the next trade paperback will include up to issue 72. Is that what the guy told you today, Dave? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to wait for that and then read that on the 30th and then start buying the monthlies, which means I need to buy 73 when it comes out this week or whatever. Yeah. So we... I seem to recall you saying something that we cannot actually subscribe to 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 the monthlies. I don't know. I haven't subscribed to a well, ever to a comic book, but it's been even a long time since I've bought one on a regular basis. I'm going to have to see if I can subscribe to that. True. If you can get it delivered right to your house, why not, I suppose. That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I'm a member of the comic book store up the street from me. They email, they send an email out to their member list uh, every week with what they're getting in that week. And when they get a new issue of The Walking Dead, I reply to that email saying, save me one. And they do. And then I go in at my leisure and say, uh, yeah, I'm picking up what's in my folder. Ask them to save you two and get one for me, too, Why don't you please. just go down and get on the list? I will next time I'm walking by. But All right. if you get the email soon, get two for me. I got get one, here. one I'll forward it to you. All and right, you can great. reply and say, <laughs> I would like to have one, too, please. Okay. <laughs> um, good. So that is going to wrap up this episode, number 11 of The Talking Dead. Now, I have a bunch of requests for you people, you listeners. Requests. Yes, requests. One is that you go to TalkingDeadPodcast.com and check out the site and post some comments there uh, with, with your feedback. That would be fantastic. The other thing you can do is send email to TalkingDeadPodcast at gmail.com. Send your feedback that way if you prefer. Um, and the final way, the final, the new, the exciting way to contact us uh, is by using our phone number. You can call no. us at 206-202-1568. The phone number's new. There's no custom message yet, but I can receive messages. So if you want to send us a message on the phone, don't worry. We don't answer it. It is simply a voicemail <laughs> box. You don't have when to. When did you do that? You don't have to talk to us. I set it up a couple of weeks ago, but before the last episode, actually, but uh, I forgot to announce it. So I'm totally calling. Can I disguise my voice? Do whatever you want. If we don't know yes, it's hello. you. Hello. <laughs> my name is Steven. I was listening to your podcast. Perfect. Do that. We'll play you on the episode, on the next episode, and we'll have no idea it's you. Um, that number, 206-202-1568. Yes, that is correct. 1568. My, yeah, my eyes aren't as good, and the computer's a little bit far away. Um, so that is very exciting. I hope people call and uh, let us know what you think. If you have any thoughts about The Walking Dead, or you're just excited about it, phone in and let us know. That'll be good times. Um, Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter. Mine is Fearhurst, twitter.com slash fear, H-U-R-S-T. Jason, where are you? Uh, Twitter.com slash Jason Miles, M-Y-L-E-S. And David? Twitter.com slash re-nerd. R-E-N. That's R-E-N-E-R-D. I can't believe how many times I actually have to spell that for people. Well, the most, a lot of people come up to me and say, what is Renard? <laughs> it's Renard. like, it's either... Renard French. Yeah. <laughs> It's either regarding nerds, with foxes. 
or nerd again. Yeah, regarding nerds or to nerd again, whatever you think. Reviews of nerdy things. All right. Thank you for listening to The Talking Dead, everybody. We will be back soon with another episode as soon as there is more news. Until next time, have a good evening. Have a zombie week. Have a zombie week.